Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we roll through the Friday edition of the program. I hope all of you are going to have fantastic weekends. I hope you're going to get out there, live it up, and enjoy the Friday and Saturday edition of the NFL Draft. Right off the top here, Thank you, YouTube subscribers. I know that a lot of people watch on Facebook. I know that a lot of people watch on Twitter. Uh, I know that some of you just listened to the audio of this broadcast. I am blown away by how much we are growing on YouTube. The comments are hysterical. The number of viewers are through the roof and the number of subscribers that we continue to add also extraordinary. And I just want to say to you guys thank you, keep it up, Share and like our videos. Anything that you can do to subscribe and help OutKick continue to grow on YouTube I am desperately a fan of. Uh, Right off the top, speaking of a fan of, lots of different bets you can still get in the draft this weekend. Up to $1,000, no risk on your first bet for new users. FanDuel.com slash Clay. All you have to do to sign up FanDuel.com slash Clay. Uh, All right, let's talk about the NFL draft but before we even get there I want to start by talking about Aaron Rodgers which I think is the biggest story that's going on right now in the NFL. If you were under a rock yesterday and did not notice Aaron Rodgers and his team leaked to basically every media member associated with the NFL that Aaron Rodgers wants out of Green Bay that he had demanded a trade that so far the Packers have not been willing to follow him in that uh, request. So, What is going on here? How would we assess this drama? What's likely to end up happening? Let's start here. Aaron Rodgers is 37 years old. He just won the MVP in the NFL and arguably played his best season of all time. In the last 10 years since he won his first and only Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers they, the Packers, have had an opportunity to draft 10 times from 27 years old to 37 years old during which time they have had arguably the best quarterback of his generation purely from a talent perspective. Not the most winning not the uh, the greatest in the postseason all those things arguably the best quarterback of his generation is Aaron Rodgers. Guys like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning sit around and look at throws that Aaron Rodgers makes and say we couldn't do that. Okay? So 10 drafts The Packers have drafted defensive players nine times. Sound like Ferris Bueller there. Nine times they have drafted defensive players with their first pick in the draft. The only time they drafted an offensive skill position player to theoretically help Aaron Rodgers Jordan Love the quarterback that they drafted last year to replace him in 2020. So I understand why Aaron Rodgers is angry. I talked about this last year. You're in the NFC Championship game against the 49ers. You lose. You go into the offseason. 
and you use your first round pick on a guy who never takes the field for you in 2020 and then you end up losing in the NFC Championship game again partly because you don't have good enough corner play and get picked apart by Brady and company late in the first half in particular when Scotty Williams beat your guys deep I'd be furious if I were Aaron Rodgers. And I think that's what this is all about. It's still directly connected to the decision to draft Jordan Love. So how do you resolve it? Where do we go from here? If I were the Packers this is me sitting back and pretending that I was an executive representing the Green Bay Packers I would go to Aaron Rodgers and I would say we are going to trade Jordan Love and we will pay you the highest salary in the NFL for the next three years. Because what the Packers did when they drafted Jordan Love was they gambled that Aaron Rodgers was done. They gambled that he didn't have anything left in the tank and oh by the way he clearly does and he showed them. So I would suggest tearing up his existing contract signing him to a three-year extension making him the highest paid quarterback in the entirety of the NFL and I would also tell him we're going to trade Jordan Love. He's not the future of this organization anymore. We understand we shouldn't have done that and we're going to try to trade him and get an offensive weapon for you. I'm just tossing it out there. I don't know that the Falcons would do it. What if the Packers called the Falcons and said we'll give you Jordan Love a quarterback of the future potentially for your franchise in exchange for Julio Jones? I'm not sure that the Falcons would do it. Probably they would not but that's the kind of move that you could make if you were the Packers to try to get Aaron Rodgers back in your good graces. So that's what I would do if I were the Packers. If I'm Aaron Rodgers I do exactly what I'm doing now. I let it be known that I want out and I think the reason why Aaron Rodgers wants out is simple because he saw what happened with Tom Brady when he left the Patriots. Brady got to survey the entire uh, landscape of the NFL and go join the team that had more talent on offense than any team he'd ever played with before. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, uh, Cameron Brake uh, before he got hurt, O.J. Howard, Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette. This was a more skilled offensive team than Tom Brady had ever had and I think that's what Aaron Rodgers is looking around saying hey, the Packers have took my talents for, uh, for without respecting them. They've taken them for granted and that's why they've been drafting all these defensive players because they think I can make anybody look like a pro bowler because I'm that talented on the offensive side of the ball. Not to say the Packers don't have talent Devontae Adams, Tunyon there are guys there's a lot of running backs that have had success but I think a large measure of that success is directly predicated on Aaron Rodgers being their quarterback. So I never would have believed this but Aaron Rodgers can actually use jeopardy as leverage if he doesn't want to play in the NFL anymore. He can say look I've already won a Super Bowl I'm a first ballot NFL Hall of Famer I'm still healthy I'm 37 going on 38 years old I can go out at the absolute apex of my career winning the MVP and not returning and I can play hardball by taking the job to host Jeopardy if they really want me to potentially be one of the guys to replace Alex Trebek. I think that is an incredible powerful move that Aaron Rodgers has. So if the Packers are aware that Aaron Rodgers is willing to sit out where could they trade him if they're trying to get assets? I think the place that he would go beyond a shadow of a doubt that makes the most sense the Denver Broncos. Why do I think the Denver Broncos make the most sense? Because they have right now Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater as their quarterbacks. They intentionally passed at pick 9 on Justin Fields and on Mac Jones which feels a bit strange 
if they were not already trying to work on a deal with the Green Bay Packers. And much like John Elway and Peyton Manning Aaron Rodgers could try to win a second Super Bowl and ride off into the sunset as a Bronco winning quarterback. The Broncos haven't had any success replacing John Elway other than the four years that they had Peyton Manning which was obviously very successful. Rodgers would be in the AFC West. We'd have games against Patrick Mahomes twice a year. Justin Herbert pity the poor uh, Raiders who we'll talk about here in a moment. To me the most likely destination is the Denver Broncos because they have the biggest and best opening at the quarterback position. Washington does a bit as well. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers they need a backup long term for Ben Roethlisberger but to me the long range play here the one that makes the most sense is the Packers trade Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos also comes with the benefit of getting him outside of the NFC so you don't have to play against him in order to get back to the Super Bowl and if you truly love Jordan Love who you decided was the future of your franchise this gives you an opportunity to start to play him. That would be my solution working through. One wild card that I haven't heard anybody talk about. If I am the Houston Texans I get on the phone with uh, the Green Bay Packers and I say hey would you trade me straight up Aaron Rodgers for Deshaun Watson? Might sound crazy but Deshaun Watson everybody stopped talking about it still has the 22 sexual assault charges out there. You know that he is a proven quarterback if you are uh, the, uh, the, the Green Bay Packers getting 12 years younger than Aaron Rodgers in theory that might be a deal that they would consider. Now I don't think Aaron Rodgers would be willing to go to Houston because who would? It's a mess of a situation even worse uh, than the vast majority of uh, of the problems that he has with the Green Bay Packers right now but I'd be on the phone if I was the Texans trying to see if that is a trade that potentially the uh, Green Bay Packers would be willing to make. Why not at least somewhat consider that as a possibility. So that is my analysis of the Aaron Rodgers situation. I am fascinated by it. We now have a dual situation a little bit like uh, Deshaun Watson where you demand a trade but you don't know exactly how it's going to shake out and we'll have to see what happens over the ensuing days and weeks and months. In the meantime if you're in Tennessee or looking to move to Tennessee large number of you out there thinking maybe about moving to my home state of Tennessee I've got the guy in the team for you. Hunter Briley and Regal Realty help individuals buy or build their next residential or investment property. Contact Hunter Briley and the Regal Realty Group phone number 615-630-9735 that's 615-630-9735 if you are interested in moving to the state of Tennessee or if you already live here and you know how white hot the real estate market is and you're trying to find somebody to help you move that my friend would be a good choice. All right, what do we think of the five quarterbacks? Let's go into the actual NFL draft. Uh, To me Mac Jones is in the best spot of anybody. The Patriots did what the Patriots always seem to do which is just wait for everything to fall perfectly for them. They didn't have to move off of 15. Expectation was in the gambling market that Mac Jones was going to go three overall. Instead Trey Lance gets picked. Mac Jones goes to the Patriots and I think he's in the best stop, best spot of any of the five quarterbacks that went in the first round. What do I mean by that? I love that Cam Newton is still there. By the way we got an Auburn Alabama guy two Auburn guys actually with Jared Stidham and Cam Newton uh, and you've got Mac Jones sitting there 
uh, with the Alabama Crimson Tide representing in New England right now. Uh, I like the fact that he's not going to have to play immediately. Uh, And I think ultimately the Josh McDaniels plus Bill Belichick combo is actually going to work out really well to Mac Jones' favor. Uh, The pictures of him alongside of Tom Brady went viral uh, with their shirts off. Mac Jones is not a physical specimen but he does have the ability to distribute the ball well. 91% of his throws last year for the Alabama Crimson Tide were catchable balls. That's an extraordinary rate of accuracy. I think he will fit well particularly with Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry two tight ends who I think are going to do a great job getting open underneath. So I like Mac Jones of the Patriots if I had to buy stock in anybody he can sit and wait for a year much like Patrick Mahomes did behind Alex Smith. Second best spot. I like Trey Lance with the 49ers. I love Kyle Shanahan's offense. Trey Lance only 20 years old. Big, strong, tough kid. Kind of reminds me of Josh Allen. He's Ben Roethlisberger but he can run uh, which is why I'd say he's kind of like Josh Allen. Uh, I like the fact that Trey Lance has the opportunity to sit behind Jimmy G. Doesn't seem like there's a lot of interest in the Jimmy G uh, position right now in somebody trading for him. Again, much like Alex Smith he can sit for a year slowly ease his way into starting for the 49ers. At only 20 years old I think he's going to be fantastic. How about the third best? Trevor Lawrence. I like the decision by Urban Meyer to go and grab somebody that's going to make uh, to make Trevor Lawrence comfortable in terms of his running back Travis Etienne. Uh, they've run a lot of read option over the years at Clemson. I don't think they'll run Trevor Lawrence that much in the NFL. He is a better athlete than anybody gives him credit for uh, but I like that he's going to have that comfort level. Uh, Urban Meyer interesting moves. I'm curious to see what the Jags do to take the first pick of the second round here. Effectively they have three first rounders which can make a tremendous difference in terms of how much how much change this team is going to represent. Uh, but I'm a little bit apprehensive about how Urban Meyer is going to do as a head coach and the system that's going to surround Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields I like the Bears making the move. I'm not sold on Matt Nagy. I'm not sold on his offense even if Justin Fields may be the long-lasting answer finally for the Chicago Bears at the quarterback position. They've been searching for a quarterback for about 30 years. Uh, I still am not convinced that the Bears are going to be the team that is going to be able to use Justin Fields the best because of my lack of confidence in Matt Nagy. And then Zach Wilson I have zero confidence in the Jets. I hope he plays well. I'm rooting for everybody to succeed but as I said before of these five and that's the order I'd rank them Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson if I had to buy stock in him right now one of these guys will probably end up a Hall of Famer. Another of these guys will end up really good. One of them will be thoroughly mediocre. Two of them will be bad and one of them will be an unrequited bust. That is basically what the numbers would suggest as it pertains to the five quarterbacks that went inside of the top 15 picks yesterday evening. Uh, In terms of where these players came from the SEC led things all over again. I got a couple of stats for you that are going to blow your mind. Uh, Alabama unbelievable Crimson Tide six first round draft picks almost as many as the Big Ten by itself. Uh, The SEC with 12 the Big Ten with seven the ACC with six first rounders Pac-12 with three and the Big 12 with a big fat zero. Several other storylines that stood out to me that I wanted to make sure that I hit for all of you. Uh, Speaking of quarterbacks this stat I saw and I couldn't believe it. Mac Jones taken by New England. 
this is crazy. Seattle has not taken a quarterback in the first round since Rick Myrer back in 1993. The Dallas Cowboys have not taken a quarterback in the first round since Troy Aikman in 1989 and this is this blew my mind when I saw it. It's one of the most wild stats I've seen in a long time. Put this one in your back pocket. Save it. It's going to win you some beers. The New Orleans Saints have not drafted a quarterback in the first round since Archie Manning in 1971. That is a holy crap. Uh, you talk about like save that one. You just heard it from me. Put it in your back pocket when conversation dulls with your buddies and you want to win some beers or you want to win a bet. The New Orleans Saints have not drafted a quarterback in the first round since 1971. I was blown away by this. Also, I was fortunate enough to be at the LSU-Alabama 2019 November incredible contest. Joe Burrow goes into Tuscaloosa finds a way for LSU to beat Alabama. So far, there have been 16 different players drafted in the first round that competed in that game. Tua Tagovailoa, Jalen Waddell, Patrick Sertan, Jedrick Wills, Devontae Smith, Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, Mac Jones, he was a holder, Alex Leatherwood, and Najee Harris. Listen to this. It's possible that all 11 of Alabama's starters are going to end up being Uh, NFL draft picks high level on that field that day. Only one of their defensive players Patrick Sertain has been a first rounder so far but Alabama had four first round wide receivers competing in that game two first round quarterbacks two first round tackles and uh, again Patrick Sertain. How about LSU? Joe Burrow Jamar Chase (coughs) Chase on Justin Jefferson Patrick Queen and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. What stands out about this is this is the flip side to the 9-6 football game which I also saw in person between Alabama and LSU. Those teams were stacked on defense 14 of the 16 first rounders that competed in 2019 were on the offensive side of the ball. A couple of other stats. How about the 2017 Alabama recruiting class? Four first-rounders in 2020. Tua, Jedrick Wills, Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy. Four first-rounders in 2021. Devontae Smith, Mac Jones, Alex Leatherwood, Najee Harris. And there could still be more first-round picks next year. A third of Nick Saban's class in 2017 ended up being first-rounders. That is an unbelievable, incredible accomplishment. Uh, I thought this was an interesting subplot of the first round too. College football players being reunited with their teammates. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Tua and Jalen Waddell, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, and Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith. That is pretty interesting to think about quarterbacks being reunited with wide receivers and or running backs as a story that I thought was pretty compelling all of that coming out of the draft. Who made the worst pick? The Oakland Raiders. They could have gotten Leatherwood anywhere. They could have waited till the second round. The over-under in Vegas for Leatherwood was 48 and a half. 
Uh, I thought that was an awful pick. I also think uh, that the Titans' decision on Caleb Farley, really big risk. Last year, the Titans took Isaiah Wilson. He played four snaps. They released him the first round pick. Never materialized at all. This year, they went back to the injury factory. In 2019, they drafted Jeffrey Simmons, torn ACL, and he ended up being a really good player for them. Now, Caleb Farley is the draft pick. If he's healthy, he's a top 10 talent. But if he's not healthy, the Titans could go back-to-back years with adding nothing in terms of first-round draft picks. This, to me, feels like a really big risk. I love the pick. Several picks I loved. I love Najee Harris to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I also want to give a shout-out to Najee Harris who did something incredibly cool. He had his draft party at a homeless shelter. He once lived in a homeless shelter and everybody it seems like goes all in for glitz and glamour. Imagine what those kids and those adults who lived in the homeless shelter where Najee Harris lived for a while thought about having the opportunity to be able to celebrate someone who had been in the same place as them as low as you can go as a kid living in a homeless shelter just about to becoming a first round NFL draft pick that is an incredible accomplishment and I give major props to Najee Harris for making the decision uh, to throw the party where he did and being able to be such an uplifting I would say role model for so many kids in that homeless shelter. Uh, Look, I am working all day long every day. I got a radio show three hours every day. I got this show that I do for you guys on YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, Twitter whatever you want to call it also audio. I do the television show which is starting in about a half hour every single day as well. What does all that mean? I need a chair that is wildly comfortable and that gives me the right support massage, heat everything to allow me to be as efficient and effective as possible. This chair is absolutely fantastic. Four different massage modes It can adjust with your body support to your lower back better posture also warmth and massage technology it is absolutely fantastic what's it called? The X-Chair xchairclay.com X-Chair right now on sale for $100 off go to xchairclay.com now that's the letter X chair C-L-A-Y that's my name dot com or call 1-844-4-X-CHAIR X-CHAIR has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort and you can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go to xchairclay.com now and use the code XWHEELS for free X-Wheel Blade Casters. That's the code XWHEELS at xchairclay.com I don't know about you but I loved seeing crowds back last night in Cleveland for the NFL Draft. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. I thought it was absolutely exhilarating. Uh, a lot less masks. Guys yelling behind the, the, the talent that was sitting there making picks and analyzing the draft. It looked phenomenal to see everybody back there again. And I got to tell you uh, this is pastime. Every single sporting event should be 100% open. Uh, I saw the Atlanta Braves starting next Friday are opening up. They're joining the Texas Rangers. UFC 261 15,000 fans present. Uh, Given the fact that over half of all adults have now gotten their COVID vaccines and also that over 100 million people have had COVID uh, the number of people that are actually susceptible to this disease continues to decline precipitously. It is time for everybody to be able to be back rolling 
back to normalcy. Uh, that is what I am in favor of. One Thursday night suggestion. I absolutely love the first round being on Thursday night. We've got the second and the third round going on Friday. I love that as well. One suggestion though. We shouldn't have to wait 15 or 20 minutes or 30 minutes for the draft to actually start when it's starting at 8 o'clock Eastern so that it ends at midnight. Why not have the draft in a three-hour window just like a regular NFL game start it at 8 finish it at 11 Eastern and go ahead and put the team on the clock who is picking first the moment that the actual draft begins as opposed to having 15 minutes of fluff and then having Roger Goodell announce that the first pick is on the clock. We already knew that Trevor Lawrence was the pick. We almost always are going to know who the number one overall pick is. So why not get this thing done in three hours start it with a sprint as opposed to dragging it out. It took a 30 to 40 minutes before the San Francisco 49ers finally drafted Trey Lance. And by the way Gambling, fanduel.com slash clay incredible setup that you could follow the live odds and know the first five picks pretty well just by following the live odds. We knew Trevor Lawrence. We knew Zach Wilson. The only uncertainty was who was going to go three. It swung around a lot from Justin Fields to Mac Jones to Trey Lance. But ultimately if you just watched the odds market you would have known Trey Lance was the third pick. Kyle Pitts and I gave this one out a while ago the fourth pick and then the fifth pick Jamar Chase basically the first five were all done. Shout out to the OutKick crew. We got 10 different picks right in our mock draft which is way better than the vast majority of people are able to do who even make mock drafts professionally but I would say just start it a bit earlier. We're rolling into the weekend. And how about making your world a little bit better as you get ready for the weekend? Do you know ED affects over half of all men but it doesn't have to make you feel like half of a man. Since 2017 my Dr. Hank has been making America hard again. My Dr. Hank helps you get low-cost ED meds and overcome the psychological and emotional barriers to getting ED treatment. They secure your prescription and then ship it to you discreetly every month from USA Pharmacies all for as low as $2 per pill. So don't wait. Join the movement. What an incredible tagline this is. Make America hard again. Go to mydrhank.com slash clay and sign up. Tell Dr. Hank Clay sent you. He'll give you 50% off your first subscription order. That's mydrhank.com slash clay. Offer available for a limited time. Make America hard again with MyDrHank.com Thank you guys at YouTube. Appreciate all the love on there. Go subscribe and share with your friends and keep these comments. They're hysterical coming. I'll be on television in a little over a half hour to do Fox Bet Live and break down everything that happened in the draft yesterday as well as get ready for rounds two and three which start on later tonight. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP unless you need to SBAP. This has been OutKick the Show. Have spectacular weekends.